everybody, this is Keith, music man, Hanalek with the Final on Final podcast, and tonight we're with Shambu, and here to discuss uh, his upcoming album called Acoustic uh, Oasis, which is due out October 6th. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back, and uh, yeah, I was here last talking about Life Passage, and now, now I'm on this new project, Acoustic Oasis, which was really developed around the idea of just doing a couple of acoustic guitars and myself jamming with myself and then uh, doing what I needed to do to make it listenable as a final album. Um, all the music on this is really dedicated to the idea of, of using music for relaxation, hence Acoustic Oasis. Well, it's definitely nice, relaxing music. Uh, I love that, and uh, I would recommend that if you are looking for a relaxation time span or to meditate, uh, this is perfect for that. And what I found really amazing is the fact that you cut the album within two days and just wondered how you were able to do that. Well, I, I kind of uh, went up at around Friday. I went up into the studio around 2 o'clock and I had said to a friend of mine, you know what, I'm going to try to cut 10 songs this weekend. And I didn't really know what that would entail. Usually, uh, when I record music, I'll try to record a, a kind of a rhythmic track, a chordal track, and then if I feel a melody or an improv, I'll lay it on top of that. So what I did is, is I, I just, one after the other, came up with these short ideas for songs and then worked on developing them. So when I would take do a take for a song, I might play that song five, six, seven times, and by the seventh time, it really developed into its full song. And then when I went back to it, I used that seventh take to add another guitar and finish it up. Other songs, I went up there and just had an idea for a song. It just came to me sort of like over breakfast. I ran upstairs, uh, laid down the chords, and I went, holy cow, that's a song. <laughs> wow, and it truly amazes me. And uh, just you and your guitar. And as far as I can see, you know, based on people listening and the process that artist has to go through, I would think it's much more difficult to put out a solo instrumental album with just one instrument and be able to capture somebody's imagination and intention. And you're always able to do that with your music, which is really cool. I appreciate it. That's for sure. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I was born with perfect pitch, so um, I can kind of hear what I want to play. If I hear an idea, I know the note. I know how to. I know the choices. I'm also a, a guitar player who studied from the age of seven with a teacher, and and then was professional my whole life. So. Um, I'm also a, a former studio musician, and I've played off-off and on-Broadway show uh, types of music. I can kind of do it all in a way. Um, so when I approach this, I kind of approach it as a studio guitar player, laying down a track, knowing how it needs to be of a certain level of perfection, listenability, and then thinking through who am I playing it for. I'm playing for people who I want to relax. So... I have to first relax. I have to get into a mood, and I have to let that mood carry through the music. 
so you know that's sort of the experiment with this album is is getting into these moods closing my eyes letting my hands play the guitar and by the end of it a song comes out that's that's really it <laughs> wow I just can't fathom that I just can't it's you must have a special place in your in your soul in your mind in your heart that you access and it's like a little flipping I do, up a actually. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of perceptive in a way because uh from the age of 21 for 29 years, so almost to the age of 50, I studied with an Indian guru. So, I I was very close to him his name was Sri Chinmoy. And so I practiced meditation and I developed concentration capabilities and meditation capabilities. Um, and when, when applied to music and finding a song, it helps because it allows you to sort of quiet your mind enough so that the creativity process can operate without you criticizing it or anything. Just play. Whatever comes out, comes out. And try to get in a groove. Try to feel it. If you feel it, and you enjoy it, other people are going to feel it and enjoy it. That's kind of my, my game is if I can get into a groove and other people can get into that, it's a win. Definitely. Makes sense. How many hours do you feel you put into that before it was complete? Well, after I finished that weekend, I had 16, let's call it seeds of a song. Some were first take. I added another guitar, a couple of, keyboards and it was done others it took me over the course of a month to finish them because um, I had those five or six or seven takes but none of them were perfect so at times I had to cobble together one piece from a song put it together with another one you know so there was a little bit of what we call studio magic where uh, you know a song wasn't perfect but what I tried not to do, I did not want to be overdubbing and just fixing everything. So I wanted to take as much of those original performances and use those for this recording as possible. And that's what I did. Nice. So <laughs> the reason, you know, you got it done was was really original and, and from the heart. That means a lot, you know, and, and that's why it sounds so true. At least from my perspective, you know. I, and yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say I appreciate that. I, I mean, that's really my whole purpose is just to uh, play from the heart, and 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 let that be my contribution to music. Where other people are doing dance music, other people are doing lo-fi, other people are doing who knows what. My purpose, where I feel most satisfied, is sort of taking the idea that music can be used for inspiration and personal upliftment and, and that my music in particular could be utilized that way. In addition to being hopefully incredibly musical, incredibly well played, incredibly well produced, those are all the targets I go for. All important ones too, that's for sure. Um, because you finished it so quickly, are you going to be looking at starting another project once this is released and all the promotion is through? Or are you I'm actually in the that? middle of another project for this year, which is uh, it's a 10-song compilation of my most popular meditative songs. 
So they're all oh. sort of in the same genre. Uh, these are the ones that have gotten a lot of play on Sirius XM and stuff like that. So there's there's about ten songs, and I'm I'm putting it together in, into a compilation um, that's going to be produced by a friend of mine named Bernard Francis Kyle. So we're working on that now. And and what's magic about it is we're re- remixing everything for Dolby Atmos. Ah. Now, you did send me that, and I remember asking you uh, what I should be listening to this on. You said the, um, the Apple. Yeah. yeah. But but the only way to really hear the Dolby Atmos is going to be through Apple, Tidal, or right. Amazon. Okay. See, I just so you'll have some, to wait until um, the, the album comes out. Um, there's also a single, you know, three singles will have come out by the time this is going to post probably. So, you know, everything on this record is going to be Dolby Atmos and everything I do in the future, certainly this compilation Dolby Atmos. So we're halfway through with the compilation. Um, and then, and then I'll come out with a, an, a, another release, uh, of new music. I started on it, uh, next year. And, yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to be upbeat or meditative or upbeat and meditative. Who knows? Well, you're busy. That's for sure. That's good. So I don't know a lot about Dolby Atmos. I know it's fairly new. It's been around a few years. Um, I did pick up some Samsung Galaxy earbuds, but I don't think it would work with that. You're saying it has to be the Apple earbuds? I think the Apple earbuds, but even the uh, Bose work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh, you know, Dolby Atmos is essentially like a a surround sound format or a seven-speaker format that includes speakers above you, speakers behind you, speakers on the side, speakers in the front. Right. Like so the w- when you're mixing mm-hmm. the music, you can think in this 360-degree spatial horizontal axis and then this vertical axis above you. So there's a lot of creative possibilities. Um, um, and if you have, uh, you know, music like mine that's very spacious, you know, it's it's sort of like mixing it with a, a more galactic sound. So if you have a CD and it's Dolby Atmos, you need a 7.1 surround sound system to fully recognize what's going on. Yeah. You need a system that's sort of Dolby Atmos capable and uh, that that's a receiver. Like I have a Denon receiver that does Dolby Atmos in every other format. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you know I you know I, I have uh, some very good main speakers left and right, and then I have uh, some special Dolby Atmos speakers that project to the ceiling, and then I have two speakers behind me. So I've got six. Had I put a woofer in, I would have had seven going. Nice. So I, I think uh, for people who love music, uh, Dolby Atmos is a revelation. It's not unlike going into a movie theater and and hearing this surround sound experience going on around exactly. you, really loud and dynamic, similar. Yeah. I just mentioned that, that, just like the movies, I noticed that they always say that it's in 7.1, you know. Yeah. Uh, I had a 5.1 surround sound system for many years, then the speakers died, and I'm just back to two. So I was kind of spoiled. But if yeah. you have like a sound bar connected to your uh, your big screen, yeah, um, you can still experience that surround sound, which is pretty cool. 
That's right. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I'm always dedicated to, you know, like I say, bringing the heart uh, and and sort of a peaceful feeling into my music, and and then you know, raising the production levels. So Dolby Atmos sort of allows me to hopefully reach an audience of you know musical connoisseurs who enjoy great sound, and uh, and hopefully this album will find an audience there as well. I'm sure it will. Can't see why it wouldn't. Definitely have that in place to to be enjoyed with the layers you created. You know, it's very cool. Thank you, thank you. So, what have you been listening to these days? You have any vinyl you've been spinning that you've been into that you couldn't tell the audience about? Oh my! You know, I yeah, I've well, kind of been totally ensconced into my own creative work lately. Um, but if if you want to know what I listen to when I when I'm just chilling, it's uh, uh, I'm a big Beatles guy. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> love Donald Fagan and Steely Dan. I mean, guitar players. I'm a John McLaughlin fanboy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I dig John Mayer, but I don't really listen to him that much. Uh, Lyle Mays. You know, Chick Corea, I'm just devoted to. Uh, unfortunately, he left us. Um, you know, so I, I grew up with rock and fusion, uh, jazz fusion, and, and, and now I'm into peace and love. Well, you know, just thinking about our first conversation, I think that's when Chick had just passed. It wasn't that long. We had talked about right. that. Yeah, I remember that now. Well, you should, yeah, you should I dedicated some... a song to him that got a lot of airplay, actually, on Sirius XM for about six or seven months. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you get do you get royalties for Sirius like you would on Spotify and all the other platforms, or is it something you do actually? Kind of... And 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 they're they're far better because Sirius XM is a is a broadcast platform where you know, Spotify is sort of elective. You elect what you want to hear. But, right. but they're broadcasting this music out to a subscriber base of 35 or so million people. So the royalties are commensurate with the size of the audience. Well, that's cool. That's like the regular radio station. It's just done with a higher level of technology than the old days. Yeah, and it's like instead of being in one market, you're in every market. Right, yeah. That's really great. So for an artist, uh, if you're played on SiriusXM, it's it's a larger audience, and and there's a lot of benefit to the artist. Um, Yeah, a lot of benefit. Well, it's been wonderful speaking to you again, Shampoo, and um, sounds like you're going to be really busy. For quite some time with all the projects you have going simultaneously and I can see you definitely managing that without a problem with the the way you are and the way you approach things and hopefully we'll be able to work together again soon thank you very much I, I always enjoy uh, intersecting with you and sharing my work and, and getting your feedback and everything like that great I appreciate it Okay, well, you stay well. Have a great summer, and uh, thank you so much. You too. Take care.
Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.